0: In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Berrien County will pay $10,000 in a settlement to avoid being sued for part of a Superfund site cleanup in Detroit. County Attorney Thaddeus Hackworth told the Berrien County Board of Commissioners yesterday that under CERCLA, the Superfund law, any party that contributed to the contamination at a Superfund site could be held responsible for the cleanup. The owner of the Detroit site sent the county a letter a few weeks ago.
1: They have indicated an intent to file suit against all entities that they're able to identify that contributed hazardous substances to the site, as they have the ability to do under CERCLA, to contribute to the payment of the cleanup
0: costs. Hackworth says the allegation is the Marion County Road Commission contributed to the contamination at the site about 30 years ago. He said, quote, it's a reasonable allegation, unquote. Property's owner offered the county a chance to settle the matter with a $10,000 payment. Hackworth recommended the Board of Commissioners accept that. He said fighting the matter in court would quickly become more expensive than the settlement. Commissioners unanimously agreed. Fire and Ice Pizzeria and Cranberry is the latest Berrien County business to announce its closing. Restaurant says on Facebook it'll close on Sunday, August 20th as college employees are returning to school. High school employees are engaged in sports. They say there's not enough help to keep it open. The staff says anyone with a private party or catering or event that's already booked will get that fulfilled. The building remains available for private events and parties. Fire and Ice joins Rose and Crown in Baroda and Rivers Edge Bar in downtown Benton Harbor in closing this week. Two other popular casual dining and drinking spots are also shut down for renovation, but they're expected to reopen soon. They're Buffalo Wild Wings on Niles Avenue in St. Joseph and the North Shore Inn at Eggman Park Road in North Shore and Benton Harbor. Those both have construction crews working on site. There's new part-time city manager in Hartford. WS James Andrew Green
2: reports. The Hartford City Council has appointed Linnea Rader as the part-time interim city manager. Rader currently serves as the finance and human resources director for the Van Buren County Road Commission. She's worked for the Van Buren County Road Commission for 18 years now, assisting with administration, finance, and human resources. Rader says that she's, quote, excited to work with the wonderful employees of the city, the city council, and the residents of the city during this transition. Hartford Mayor Richard Hall says the City Council is grateful to the County Road Commission and Managing Director Brett Witkowski for allowing Raider to come on board part-time to help out while the city looks for a full-time manager. He says, quote, great things can be accomplished when we can all work together. Andrew Green, WSJM News.
0: A Pawpaw woman has been charged in a June crash that killed a one-year-old girl. Van Buren County Sheriff's Department says the wreck happened on M40 between 40th Avenue and 44th Avenue on June 2nd. Traffic was slowing down. His vehicle was trying to make a left turn, when a Chevrolet, Colorado, rear-ended a Toyota Highlander. The child who died was in the Highlander. A five-year-old girl in the vehicle suffered a broken collarbone. Sixty-year-old Roxanne Bastian, who had been driving the Chevy, was hospitalized. She's now been charged with reckless driving causing death and reckless driving causing serious injuries in the death of Agnes Conklin and in the injury of Conklin's five-year-old sister. Bastian was arraigned at the Pawpaw 7th District Court this week. The Bering County Board of Commissioners has approved a pilot program at the Bering County Jail to treat inmates struggling with opioid addictions. Bering County Undersheriff Chuck Height tells us the MAT program has shown success in several southeast Michigan counties. The Sheriff's Department wants to bring it here
1: to prescribe medication therapy and then looking at you know, re-entry because obviously with a jail the time when they may be released so it's starting the discharge process of working with uh, community stakeholders to try and help them be successful when they do get out of jail and the biggest thing is we see the percentage of overdoses that happen when someone's been incarcerated obviously they've not been using if they do relapse that's where a lot of the overdose deaths come from
0: Hyde says the sheriff's department will work with a contractor that will arrange treatment for inmates with opioid addictions both in the jail and after their release. They could work with anyone from Riverwood to Carroll's Hope. county board approved the one-year pilot at a cost of $180,000. It will be taken from the county's share of a massive settlement with opioid manufacturers. Hyde says the Sheriff's Department could identify other funding sources like grants after the pilot period is up. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.